Welcome to the Heroes of Reality podcast, a podcast about the game of life and the hero's journey we all experience. Let's jump in with our host, Dylan Watkins, as he introduces today's guest. What does it take to become a superhuman father? On today's podcast, I have Kyle Carnahan. He is the founder of Superhuman Fathers, a community and program for men who desire to transform their bodies, their lives, and all areas of fatherhood. As a father of five and a husband of 20 years, Kyle has been through the waves and stress and struggles and disappointments in his relationships with his kids and his family. However, after years of making key decisions in his life to be honest with himself and his actions, he started seeing incredible change. And now he's passionate in helping other men do the same. So without any delay, I'd like to welcome Kyle. Yo! (laughs) What's up, brother? How you doing? Doing amazing. Christmas is over. Christmas is over. A week till the new year. And uh, I know you and I are prepped. We got our plan ready, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we got, we got, we're locked and loaded and ready to rock 2023, man. The, uh, hey, most, most people, they, they, it gets to January 1st, like, ah, I should probably make some goals and a plan. And then, <laughs> too late, bro. I know, I know. Too late. I know. I was trying to line up some friends. I'm like, dude, I got, I got a game plan. Anybody else want to revise these stuff? Anybody want to get together? I've got a whiteboard. I got some ideas. Let's, let's make some <laughs> stuff happen. You know, let's go. Let's go. Uh, I love it, man. I love it. So I was going to talk to you. We talked about this a little bit, like as a father, like, you know, how is this Christmas season for you? Uh, From your perspective, what's your take on it? Bro, dad's out there, you know, it's different for a dad because we are, we're supplying the funds necessary for the fun. You know, we're, we're, we're trying to keep the family together. Hopefully you are. Hopefully you're not the the poison that is uh, sometimes the holiday drama. Right. Because you got mother-in-laws, you got uh, some some fighting and some people aren't getting the presents they want. And um, there's some shit talking and backbiting in some families. And dad's got to kind of handle all this stuff. Make sure to keep the peace. Make sure that there's food on the table and make sure that all that shit that was bought. Well, that money comes from somewhere. Those credit cards are paid off, you know. And so it's different as a dad. You're just. You're seeing it for what it is while everyone's kind of lost in the moment. We still got to carry the burden, you know? Yeah. That, that peaceful provider, that person that can actually, you know, create that sanctuary around the place where everyone doesn't realize that they can kind of just be free and let themselves loose, you know, have a good time. And and at the same time, you've got to be able to have that front of being, everything's good. Everything's great. At the same time, you got to go to war. Yeah. Make something happen. Go off to battle. And it's okay, man. Like, like people, like some guys think they're like, man, what's wrong with me? I'm so stressed. Like, I just can't like enjoy myself, bro. To me, that is like such an honor to be the one that's carrying the burden and, and just looking out for everyone. And maybe I'm not lost in the moment. Somebody's got to be on it, you know? Yeah. So that, that is the mantle that we take upon ourselves. So that is something that is, is a good reflection. I've, I've noticed that this happens in both fatherhood, we'll say, and leadership. This this victim leader, this victim father, that woe is me, right? Right. Yeah. Have, what do you have you had experiences with that where you 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 slip into that mindset, or how do you avoid when it stress becomes too much and you might start to get that inner bitch, you know? Well, like this is the essence of everything that I do and live for because we will get pulled into that side of thinking 
if our daily regimen is not set to keep us centered, present, and aware. Like, it's so easy to get lost in the poor me. Life is so hard. I just can't handle this anymore. When in reality, the stress and pressure we're feeling is our level up. Like, that's that is our greatest gift. That's what's pushing us into the future to become who we need to become. But we forget and we're just, we get to the point where we're over it. But I mean, think about it. If you sleep your ass in, you miss your workout, you're eating like shit, you're treating your family terrible. Like, how are you going to have a good mindset? You're not, you're going to be a victim, right? And so we set our mornings up to where we get right in, into war, fighting the battle and doing the hard shit so that we're reminded that we don't deserve anything. We're not entitled. We don't start thinking like some, somebody or something owes us something, you know? Mm. So talk to me to that. What happens when at 4.30, 5 in the morning, right, you see that, you're like, oh, well, I didn't get enough sleep. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to I, I, I wanna stay in bed a little bit longer because I'm not going to be well rested for the day. So I should sleep a little bit more. What happens when that, that mindset pops up? Yeah, so that was me maybe 15 years ago. Like, that's so far gone in my life or mindset. Like, so beyond over that. But I do, I connect with it because, like, I was that. And and, and I work with hundreds of men that are in that spot where they've, they've never really just taken everything that comes against them as an excuse, no matter what it is, and just ignores it. Like, most men have never done that to where you're like, hemorrhoids nuclear war covid whatever the fuck it doesn't matter i'm showing up i'm gonna do what i said i was gonna do and once you get to that place the world just opens up to you like you, your future starts to really brighten because you're like damn i uh i'm gonna show up finally like after all these years i'm the guy that shows up but in those moments what do i do one I think about what's at stake here. Like what's at stake if I be the guy that sleeps in? Where does that guy end up? What does he look like compared to the guy who gets up? Like what does that look like? Two, I will lose respect for myself if I don't get out of bed. So the whole day I'll be like, God, I'm a piece of shit. Like I didn't do what I said I was going to do. I, on the other hand, if I get up, I'm going to be like, this motherfucker, look, look at him. Look at him go. You know, and, and and that's followed up with whatever else you said you're going to do. In my case, it's getting in that damn cold shower right away and then getting right to work, doing some writing and self-reflection and then off to the gym. You know, you, mm -hmm. you get that morning done and come home. You're home by seven. All that shit's already done. You're just like, OK, I respect you, bro. Let's do this. You know? Yeah. That's what I heard one time. And it, it really stuck with me. They said uh, there's like this wall in this military base where people write down what's the meaning of life they write love they like they write family they write care and all this stuff and they have to but in order to write on the wall you have to draw an, a circle and a line to where a, a place belongs like what does it relate to and all of these all of these things that people have written down have all written down to the one center point the one thing that connects all of them self-respect the yeah. self-respect family being a good father self-respect being in good shape, self-respect, being able to provide self-respect, getting your ass out of bed because you don't want to and you know you're going to do it no matter what, self-respect. So I, I think you really nailed, uh, hit a nail on the head with that. Did you, 
what was your moment in time where you weren't always this guy? What caused you to make this turn? What was the pivotal moment or the experience that caused to, to make this shift in your mindset? Um, you know, it, it's been the people that I've been surrounded by in my life. So um, I, I uh, was hired as a firefighter paramedic um, in my late, late 20s um, and uh, was, was just placed with some epic humans that had done some military, some special forces guys. And throughout through my 15 years in um, the medical field or in the fire service, like I was just around these savages that like I would watch and I would watch the guys that were really good at what they did. And like the attitudes they had when things got really stressful or hard. And I just started to emulate them like like underneath under extreme stress and death and mayhem. I would watch guys get calmer and almost smile and i was like oh that's dangerous <laughs> like but me at that point in the beginning like i was like like trying to do stuff and my hands are shaking i'm trying to go too fast and i was like okay i gotta figure some shit out here like how do i become that and so i started to just study them and and study people like that started reading military books Started, started, you know, listening to guys like Jocko, guys like Goggins, you know, and everybody in between and found that not a lot of excuses will change their daily regimen and that it really is the small things over and over and over again every day that make the difference. That was the secret to these guys. They were just disciplined and consistent. Yep. And that's a, that's the trick. The, the, the secret is there is no secret. <laughs> <laughs> I had a guy, I had a guy, I get so much hate on my freaking Instagram and Facebook. I have these ads going out and it shows like my brothers are all ripped and they're just like, my brother got me ripped in a hundred days, which is true. And uh, there's guys on there. They're like, I hate these guys. They, they, all you have to do is um, eat less and work out. I don't know why they're selling fitness and it's like bro if it was that easy everyone would be fucking ripped you know the the essence of it is true like you can go get the information on youtube or whatever but the point is like accountability brotherhood leadership like that's it's mindset that's what makes the difference we all know what what we need to do to an extent we just don't do it and and that right there is the, is the one thing that I think is critical is that people go, oh, I, it's, I get it. I know it. Like they'll read books on the topic and they'll understand logically, but they won't take action, yep. but they won't take enough action, right? They might go to the gym for five minutes, do 10 pushups and leave, right? They'll, yeah. Did you read the new Goggins book, bro? It's a great <laughs> book. And then, and then no, nothing happens. They're just like, yeah. great story. That was very entertaining. And you're like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you knew you read that and you're still acting like this, he'd be pretty pissed off. Like he wrote that for a reason for you, bro. <laughs> yeah. So then talk to me through you, your morning. What is the, what's the first thing that you like, what do you do when you get out of bed? So you hit the alarm. What, what does your morning look like? Yeah. So, uh, accountability wise, like I take accountability picture and I put on Instagram every morning, like one shirtless in the mirror. Like if I'm going to turn into a fat fuck, the world's going to see it. Like if I, my diet's loose, the world's going to see it. Um, I want, I want to, 
be held accountable to waking up in the morning because I've been doing it for years. So like what if I miss, uh, my, my people are going to know. And like, I've slept in before, like I've missed my alarm and I go on and I'm like, I fucked up today. You know, for me, I get up pretty damn early, like four thirties fucking sleeping in for me. But, um, but that's not the point. The, the, it's not, the time doesn't matter. Like, I don't want people to get all caught up in times. Cause they're like, Oh, wow. You're better than me. Cause you, nah, I just, I probably go to sleep earlier than, than most people too. So it's not about the time. That's not the point. It's like, I said, I was going to get up at this time. So I did, you know, like mm-hmm. I don't even put the time on there. Like some guys timestamp their picture and I used to, but I don't, because I don't want people to think like there's a certain time that they have to get up, you know? It's not about that. It might be like 7 a.m. for somebody, depending on their life and their system. That might be hard. That might be early for them. Like, as long as they can get their shit done um, before they go to work or whatever, and that's mm. it. So, early wake up, take the picture, mantra in the mirror. I'm unstoppable. I'm relentless. I'm undeniable. Love, patience, service, energy. Say that three times. Turn on the cold shower. Get in. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Try not to wake my wife up with my squeals, dry <laughs> off, sit down. I pick up my phone and I start to write in my Instagram stories. I start to write. I don't know what I'm going to say. And I like the stories because I write what I'm feeling and thinking. And then I push the button and it goes out to the world. doesn't matter what it is. Whatever I say, it might burn me down. It might get me in trouble. It might put me in prison. But I'm going to put it on that thing. I'm going to push, pl- push, go. And I'm just going to write. And I've been doing that for years now, every single morning. And, oh, uh, and that way you get some stuff out of your head. And then I'll go downstairs. I'll usually write uh, write some more like an Instagram post. I'll create an Instagram post, some sort of message that I'm going to put out to the world that I'm trying to tap in and put something out that's going to help somebody today. And um, and I get those DMs. I get the DMs that are like, bro, I you this one got me today. It got me to the gym. It got my ass up. This one got me to treat my wife and kids better. Thank you. Like, I can't miss now. I can't because I get, I see the fruit of what it is I've been doing. And so a lot of this too is like when that alarm goes off, like I know, so I know I'm going to create a message today. That's going to change somebody's life. Like I know for a fact, like that's a purpose, bro. Like that is a purpose that I'll, I'm willing to suffer for. Mm. It, it's great. It makes life amazing. Have a reason to get up in the morning, you know. That's beautiful, and what I love about it is that you're you're literally putting it out there. And I think so many people even have that fear of putting it out there, fear of what they look like, what their body looks like, fear about how they message. And and no matter who you are and what you do, you're gonna get crapped on the internet. Like it's just it's just a part of putting anything out there. It's just, but yeah. people always people hide from that. And there's this, there's this quiet desperation that I've seen happens a lot with people where they deeply want to change, but they can't make the action or they deeply want to do something or be heard or be seen or be witnessed. And, but they never take those steps out there and they never are willing to get, you know, shit on. And so like, what do you say to those people that, that have that inside of them, that desire, that longing, that yearning, but just won't take that action. That's what I say. What would it be like? What would it be like to be mm. just obliterated with hate from idiots in the world and not give a fuck? What would that be like to where you just laugh at it? That's what happens to you when you put yourself out there and you listen to your conscience 
and you go give the world the message that you're supposed to put out there that you can feel, you can feel it, and you do, and you get some hate, and guess what? You get really good at the hate. You get really good at it. You become emotionally almost invincible. Like, it's a powerful feeling. Now, there's levels to that. Like, there's because, like, as I, as I continue, I get higher level humans that are giving me more hate. And like, you know, as like the, the elevate, the hate elevates, like I elevate, be able to receive it, but understand that like, you're going to get more love than hate. You will, you'll get more support than hate. You always will. And, uh, you, you know, you might get nine supportive people and one hater and the one hater will be loud because it just gets you right. Um, but you will be supported. People support you when you put yourself out there. Most do. Most people are good, supportive people. Um, and and you will legitimately save someone by putting your message out, putting your face out there, putting your life out there. Like you will. You have something special that people need to hear. So don't be afraid to put it out there. Just go for it. I'm telling you, it changed my life to get to the point where I just wasn't afraid to, sh to have my clear voice out there anymore. Mm. I love that. Yeah. And that's the thing. What would it feel like? What would it feel like to not to be unshakable, no matter who shot on you and what happened? Right. The, that I think <laughs> everybody wants that. Everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. Like it's, it's like you think about yourself like mm -hmm. five years from now or whatever. Like I and I, I often do this now, especially as we get older, like time is kind of compressing. And five years just doesn't seem that long anymore. So I can see it. And I'm like, man, like the shit we can accomplish in five years is insane. Like utterly insane. Astronomical. I mean, we're, we're talking whatever it is you want in your life. Whatever it is. You show up every day for five years. Like, I mean, let alone 10. You start throwing 10 years on there. You're... You're the best. You're the go-to guy. You're it. Yeah. Most people fall off the edge, though. Most people go off the tracks. Most people do something really hard, really intense for a month or two or whatever it might be, and then they go into the ropes, right? They, they fall off the edges, right? And that's, I mean, that's why I think it's really important to find your tribe, your brotherhood, your your group of, group of whoever that you need to kind of say, okay, I like these people. I want to be like these people. I'm going to join these people. And that's the thing is, anytime you ever do that, it jumps into this weird thing. It's like, you're a cult. It could be anything. It could, it could be a religion. It could be a, a business community. It could be uh, whatever, uh, uh, plant-based medicine or whatever, whatever you might be. People like, oh, it's a cult, right? Because it's it's this culture of people doing things. I, I call us a cult. Yeah. They say, hey, what do you do? I said, I created my own cult. <laughs> like, that's crazy. I'm like, it is. But uh, yeah, we're, we're fucking killing it. Yeah. Like, you, you definitely want to be part of this one. Yeah. So we'll talk, talk to me about what you do then. Like, talk to me, okay. So you realize you're around a bunch of savages. You're like, I want to be like these savages. You model these savages. You started getting results like these savages. And then, you, and then what's the transitionary jump into, I want to, I want to create a cult of savages. What does this, what does this look like? I didn't even try. This just okay. happened. Okay. That's the crazy part. So I started get in the, in the firehouse. I started getting the guys hit me up because they see I got five kids. They see me working overtime. They see me working on business shit. They also see that I'm ripped and jacked at over 40 years old. They're just like, all right, dude. They see me having a good relationship with my wife, right? And my kids, skateboarding, surfing, doing jujitsu. Like, they're just like, damn, your life's good, bro. Like, help us. 
And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, let's get you ripped first. Cause like the discipline it takes to eat right, get up early, get your workouts in and never miss. It's the same discipline it takes to build an epic marriage or to show up for your kids every day or to build a business that's going to feed you and your family for the rest of your life. It's the same damn thing. It's no different. You get your body right. You can get everything else right. Same idea. So I got these guys in the firehouse and I started getting them focused, dedicated, held accountable. And I started getting these guys ripped. And Oh, what happened? Because we got the right intent. They start putting that in their marriage, in their fatherhood. They start drinking a little less. You know, they start getting their nutrition together. They start feeling unstoppable. They start getting creative now and being like, man, I have these business ideas. I'm like, well, hey, remember when you weren't working out? And eating right, and then you decided to, and you made the change. It's the same shit with this idea you have in your business. Let's just roll with it. Make a move. You know, and so they start making moves. They start having confidence. So their friends and family start reaching out. And like, I'm like, man, I'm a fireman. I got, I'm busy. I put these guys on an app. I had a whole training business in the firehouse that I was doing for free for years, you know? So then at some point, I had a coach. He was like, bro. Hey, hey, you, you have a business. And I was like, okay, you know, so I, I, I just put it out on your Instagram to see what happens. So I put it out and there's like 30 guys right away signed up. It was just like, then, it, then quickly within six months, it was a hundred, a year and a half. It was like 300 and now we're tapping on like almost 400 guys in like 19 months. Oh, that's awesome. So it just exploded, bro. That's epic, man. Because the people want what you model, right? You you are the model. They're like, okay, I'm gonna model that. I just okay, I'm just gonna do it. He, I don't have to think about it as much. I feel that same way when someone when I'm running, I'm running really far, and then I'm lagging, and then someone passes me. And as soon as someone passes me, I'm like, my mind's like, just lock onto them, and I just lock yeah. onto them, and I'm like, not letting go. It is so much <laughs> easier to, to to model someone and keep right behind them on that path to get to where you want to go. And I, that's yeah. as humans, but it's that's so cool that's so cool to see that as a thing so what have been some struggles along the way because i'm sure it hasn't all been rosy i'm sure it hasn't all been you know super super easy if i could bottle this it, it would kill a man like it, <laughs> it's so gnarly like I, I had to accept death to build this thing yeah talk if i could bottle this i'd kill a man what talk to talk to me i feel like the next thing you're gonna come out is an energy drink <laughs> Hey, check it out. <laughs> Actually, I kind of shut this down because I was, I'm was i spread too thin. So I, yeah. I my supplement company. Yo. Good advice for anyone doing business, man. If you got something that is working, do not distract yourself. Go all in. Shut everything else down for a while and just go all in at what you're doing because yeah. there's just not enough time in the day. But um, yeah. challenges. Okay. So, so – I'm working in the firehouse three, four days a week, uh -huh. right? Uh, and this thing is starting to pop. So I've got calls coming in constantly and I'm at the firehouse and, you know, we got our morning duties that we got to do. We got our workouts we do in the morning together. We got our training we got to do. And then we got our afternoon cleaning and training. And then we've got, um, then we got to cook dinner and meals and shop and, and, uh, and then run calls all in between. And so at the same time, I'm, you know, picking up calls and running outside 
and like bringing people into superhuman fathers. And then someone's like on the loudspeaker, hey, Kyle, can you come in the off? Yeah, hold on. Hey, I got to go here. And then we get a call. Boom, drowning. Okay, run that to the, the hospital. Come back, get on the call. Hey, sorry, dude. I just had to go on this call. And then I'm finishing this call to bring this guy into superhuman father. Boom, we pop a fire. I go run on a fire. I'm there for two hours. I come back. All right, I know it's been six hours. We're almost done with this conversation. Finally sign this guy up, bring him into coaching. And then um, I, the, by then we got to eat dinner. After dinner, I got like three calls I'm trying to hit. And then the guys are like, hey, let's uh, let's meet in the day room at seven. And I'm like, shit, I got 30 minutes. I'm going to talk to three people. And uh, and then I would set my calendar up. So I was like, because I had a lot of guys on the East Coast. So I'd start 3.30 a.m. and have calls till like 6.30 at the firehouse because everyone was still asleep. And so I would just burn out my calls in the morning. And then, <laughs> I didn't sleep for like a year, bro. And that's the, but that's one of the challenges is that people go, well, I want to be healthy. So I'm going to, I choose sleep over progress. Right. And because it's, it's very important to sleep and people point to sleep's really important. And so they choose to sleep. Yeah, over... That's right. There's a price to pay my friends. There's a <laughs> price to pay. So you want to be just real healthy. And most of these guys that are sleeping ain't fucking healthy. They're eating processed foods or eating like shit. They're still skipping workouts. They ain't disciplined. So why don't you trade some sleep for some discipline and some follow through? There's also a ton of studies that show how powerful exercise is on helping you if you have lack of sleep and negating the effects of lack of sleep. Oh. So, so there's that too. Uh. And you can pick and choose whatever story you want to believe. But here's the facts. If you want to grow in life and in family and in business and in physique you got kids and you got a business, you got a job, you got a lot of shit you got to do. You're going to have to create time. You're going to have to create time. You're going to have to compress time. I'm really good at creating time. I'm learning how to compress time. I got ADD like a motherfucker. I'm a squirrel. We're working on it. But in the beginning, like you got to create time. And so there's sacrifices to be made. Mm -hmm. What do you want and how bad do you want it? Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the question that comes down to is that is, is people feel like I don't have time. I don't have time to make these decisions. I don't have time. I want to, I want to make sure I'm well rested and I can make better yeah. decisions. And so I'm gonna sleep more. And so these are these are all stories. So because like, it's all stories, right? We know this. It's just stories we tell ourselves. So, so what's a, what serves you? Money, bro. Like you, you're you're into personal development. Mm -hmm. Me too. I spend yeah. a shit ton of money on coaching. Personal <laughs> when I ask someone for a, what I consider a small, measly amount of money to join my guys. And they're like, well, I'll have to check my budget. I'm just like, scarcity-minded bitch. <laughs> like, like, if they even knew, like, and even the money I spent, I spent over a quarter million the last 18 months on my own personal development, which to some is nothing. Mm -hmm. But to me, that was, that was a chunk. That was a sacrifice. But if you are not willing to put some money down for your self-development, you're going to be stuck forever. That's a fact. That, that's coming from a guy that built a seven-figure coaching business in 18 months with five kids that walks around fucking ripped and jacked all day with a great fucking life. So mm -hmm. you could say like, oh, this guy's cocky or whatever. It's like, I'm just telling you how it is. I'm telling you the sacrifice is necessary. For me, a normal dude who has fears, anxiety, who is not born anything special to build some shit far beyond what I ever thought I was capable of. Yeah. Well, that's that. I, I, I seekers right 
I'm sorry, but we're both seekers in that thing. How do I, how do I seek? How do I grow? What can I do? What, who can I learn from? Who can I model? What are some insights? And then how do you take that and then, and then integrate those into your life, right? It's taking, there's a, there's kind of this mental masturbation that happens where people will go through, they'll learn something. They won't apply it, right? Yeah. They'll, they'll take it. They'll learn it. They'll read a book. They'll take a course. They'll get a coaching thing. They'll get the information and they go, oh, that's interesting, but they'll never like integrate it into their life. Right. And I think that's the difference is spending money on yourself, not only to educate and, and it's not just masturbation, but it's actually getting that idea pregnant and turning it into a baby of a thing. Right. That's like it's 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 beyond that. Right. So yeah. that gap between, you know, people that some people go through it and they go, oh, it's just a waste of time. It's because they didn't take that action. Right. So then so for yourself and you're looking at this, what what for you like? I'm curious about this. You do a lot of things in this space. What what is your holy grail? Like, what are you, you're putting all this time in? You're 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 ripped. You're jacked. Your goals to be a good father. What is and you're creating this community of superhuman fathers. What's your holy grail? What is the 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 thing you hope to achieve with all this effort? To become, just to become. And and when I mean become, I mean to be able to show up in any place, anywhere, in any situation, and give extreme value to the people that I'm around. Like just blow their minds with positivity and elevate them from where they're at. Like this is all I care about. This is all I care about. But this is why you got to have the body. You got to because that's what people want. You have to embody what they want. You got to have the money because everybody wants money. You're like, no, these guys are just want money. Shut the fuck up. You want money too. Don't lie. Like everybody wants money. We all want to grow. We want to have a better physique. We want to have more money. We want to have good relationships with our family. We want to have an epic marriage. And we want to be respected by our families and by other men. Let's just be honest. This is what we want as humans. So let's stop lying. Talk about what we actually want. And then do what it takes to get there. And when you do that, guess what you do? You show other people what's possible. And then you know the way because you did it. And then you can share it. It's glorious. It's a great life. It gives you purpose, gives you fulfillment to help others. That's it. Help lift others up by lifting yourself up first. That's it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That what you're talking about there is there's there's this energy beyond restedness. There's this because that purpose gives you drive and that drive gives you that self-respect and that self-respect creates that purpose, which makes all that pain and suffering, not pain and suffering. It, 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 it's it's perfect purpose driven effort, you know? Yeah. And if we don't. Yeah. If don't, what happens? We rot and we die while we're while we're still alive. So that's our own. Those are our two options. It's not like there's a middle option where we can just be like, "Well, I'm just gonna cruise," and uh, I'm not gonna go like on this miserable side of just like um, self neglect. I'm just gonna cruise. I'm not really gonna go after what I want, dude. You're still in hell. Like progress, man, impact. You, you, you have such a short life and you have all this opportunity and you're literally spitting in the face of God when you're not taking advantage of it. It's like mm. all, all this opportunity is right here. Like, here you go, bro. And you're like, nah, I'm good. I'm just going to take this a little bit. It's like, mm. what? Are you... Okay. <laughs> all right, man. Um, you're going to die soon. You, you remember that, right? Okay. Let me ask you this question. So if you're looking at the Holy Grail being to become more, to provide extreme value, to just to uh -huh. be that person with massive self-respect, who's that that provider to the community and your family and everybody else, what's the dragon? What's the thing that's so difficult to overcome that you, you're going to need to die as who you are to become someone different? 
So <laughs> here's this is the craziest part is like you can go as deep as you want. Like alignment is as deep as you want. It's infinite. Meaning, like, where does this go? Like, to some level, like, every time you deny yourself pleasure, um, you level up. You get you you become more selfless. You're able to suffer more. And a man that cannot suffer cannot lead. Your leadership is based upon your ability to suffer. Your results are based upon your ability to suffer. A man that can sit and work and focus for days straight without food and water or sleep, that guy's going to crush you in everything. Like he's going to win at everything. You can't, he's unstoppable, right? And so at whatever level of depth you want to go in that, that's your choice. But that's what gets me is like, it's infinite. So I'm always thinking like, okay, how much deeper am I willing to go into this? Whether that's withholding food, sleep, um, or any other physical desires, mm. you know? And that's why we call it in Superhuman Fathers, we call it the order of the warrior monk. Like this, to me, self-denial. And, and really like the story of Jesus itself. Like I'm not really right now a religious man, but I love that story. And I love the fact that his whole life was just completely selfless. And yet he was a God, like freaking blows my mind, dude. And I, since I'm not a religious man and I'm coming at it from an outside view, it might actually be more amazing to me than people that are like in it because it's normal for them. But that story blows my mind, dude. Dude, the, if you can't if you can't suffer, you can't lead. And the biggest competitive advantage in a society created out of comfort and serving comfort is the man who needs none. And oh, yeah, that's that's epic. And what you're saying hits home. And the thing is, this is a a truth that a lot of us don't want to face because we love comfort and we're attached to it. These these golden handcuffs that 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 feel so good to wear but keep us trapped. Yeah, yeah. Right. This is these are the people that are always like, "Well, you got to enjoy life, right?" And I'm like, "No, actually, you don't." <laughs> i'm like you're actually gonna enjoy life if you try not to enjoy life and they're like what and their freaking mind blows like i don't understand yeah but you know there, there's something very special that happens when you go into a place of complete willingness to whatever it is that your life's calling is mm -hmm. where you're just like whatever it takes yeah meaning like for me like i'm trying to break uh certain certain addictions still like mm -hmm. dude i'm a fireman i've been popping nicotine pouches like the zins for like yeah. 10 years and then just recently i was like man te technically i'm looking at all the research and i'm like there's no tobacco and it's not cancer causing it actually helps me because it gives me energy through the day and i'm like i can't think of any reason to actually kick it other than i want it so bad so I'm like, well, goodbye. But why? Because it's hard. Right? Also, because it attaches me to other people that have um, addictions that are very dangerous, like alcoholism or laziness or addiction to food. So now as a coach, I can I can I feel like I'm breaking an addiction. 
Mm. You know, I can connect with them. So I was like, this is glorious. Like, I'm talking to one of my guys, try not to drink on Christmas. And I'm like, I feel you, dude. I'm itchy right now, too. Like, listen, we got this, you know? And then there'll be more. There'll be more. Maybe it's food. Maybe at some point you fast a couple days a month. Or, or maybe you cut out certain foods that um, aren't necessarily bad for you, but they're just not the best for you. You know? Like, I've gotten to the point where it's like protein bars. I'm like, okay, they're convenient, they're easy, and they're tasty. But could I remove these from my life and just be like meat, fruit, vegetables? Like, just... Why? Well, because it's hard. Because it's the best, rather than just good enough. You know. I love it. That's the thing that's that, playing that game, right? Is is getting is getting from okay, a crappy place to slightly better, to slightly better, slightly yeah. better, and then you yeah. then you look back and you see that you see that gap. I love it. Yeah, yeah nothing's bad or good. It's not bad or good. It's just, it's just what you want and how willing are you deep to go? How willing are you to go deeper? Spectrum of health. Spectrum of purpose. Right, it's all the same. It's all the same. It's just a spectrum, right? There's gradients to this stuff. It's not one's right, one's wrong. It's just. I'm slightly... just finding that the deeper I go, yeah, the greater my life becomes. I love that. I think I think it's epic. Um, yeah, this is a, this is an amazing podcast. I've I've got another thing I've got to run to. So I'd, I'd like to say, is is there anything else you'd like to let people know about before you tell them how to get a hold of you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just stop being an asshole to your wife, please. Like, please just stop. Like just bring good energy to her, like connect, bring good energy, be positive, have fun, like be silly with her. Um, and then connect with her. Look her in the eyes when she's talking to you, pretend you give a shit at least. Right. And then in the home, just serve your family. I know you leave messes sometimes and you walk past the dishes and the sink in the trash and all that shit. Like just do that stuff, but do all three of those like connect, serve and bring good energy to your wife. Your whole life will change. All this other stuff will actually become quite easy when you get that dialed in. Ooh. Absolutely love it, brother. Love it. And Kyle, if people want to find you, find out more about you, I have your links in the messages. So if anybody goes to wherever you're watching this, you go down, there's those social media links to everything. But can you tell them, so anybody listening, how do they find you? Yeah, usually Instagram's the best spot. That's where most of my stuff pops off. But I just hired a full-time media guy, which is rad because he's popping off on YouTube and uh, TikTok and Facebook as well. So a lot of it. That's going out there. And then uh, superhumanfathers.com, you can schedule an appointment with uh, either myself or one of my guys that's been through my program uh, for at least a year um, to get some details on how we get these guys so fucking ripped. If you have not seen my transformations, go look at them. World class. Nobody's doing what we're doing at the level the way we're doing it. Right, Kyle, thank you so much for coming on, brother. Honor and pleasure, my friend. And I'll see you on the other side. All right, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Bye now. Thank you for listening to the Heroes of Reality podcast. Check out heroesofreality.com for more episodes. While you're there, you can also take the Heroes quiz to find out what kind of hero you are. Or if you have a great story and want to be on the podcast, tell us why your hero's journey will inspire others. Thank you for listening. See you on the other side.